Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. I want to introduce tonight our special guest, one of our contributors, and that is Minister Ray Edwards. He's a father, grandfather, husband, business owner, been around the church for around 40 years now. He has been on our program before. The numbers were quite high. I want to have him back on this very precarious subject tonight. If you want to contact us with your live questions, you can. You can go to YouTube, Church of God in Macon, Georgia. You'll see the live banner there. So, thanks the Lord. Minister Edwards, good to have you tonight. Glad you're here. And we just want to, again, thank you for coming at this late notice. I know you're a busy guy, and you just glad you're here tonight. So let's get down to the nuts and bolts about forgiveness and healing in that process. I know you've been through some things in life being saved. What steps did you take in, to in, get uh, past the hurt, the hurt? From the church activity? Well, uh, you know, when, when, yes. you, when you're in a, a group, when you come to a group and you get saved and you're put in a group, you expect Christ to be there and you expect everything to be like it. you dreamed it would be. People behave right and do right and act right. And then sometimes things happen within that group and they want to cause trouble and split up. And it causes you, puts you in a position now to, to try to decide who is right and who's wrong. Or is somebody, are both sides wrong? Both sides right? What's going on here? There's, there's a, there's, there's a carnality in the camp. And so, and so, but I, I want to, I want to say, I want to thank you first for having me on. And then I want to say to anybody who happens to be listening, that's, that's wanting to get back where they were once before is that, that Christ is the solution to the problem. And if we'll hold to him, even though we're getting pulled through some knot holes and some places we wouldn't have never thought we'd ever be, if we just hold to him, uh, he'll He'll solve that hurt problem and all, of the, all that other stuff that's going on in our life. We, we've got to keep a good, healthy uh, relationship with God. And a lot of people today are coming in to they get, they get accept Christ. They say, yeah, I, I repent, accept Christ. I, I want to do what's right. And then people they're around and the groups are in, instead of those people connecting them with Christ to give them a strong, vibrant experience with Christ that will withstand any storm. They, they try to hook them up to their ism or their group. And so then when the storm comes, they fall short. And so I, I find as part of my journey with Christ is that's the main thing that's kept me the whole time is my own relationship with Christ. 
is uh, is I knew if I was separated, I would separate from him, uh, regardless of what the people were doing or how they was acting or how they was treating me and treating my family and treating my children. No matter how, and, and the funny thing about it, most of these people that are doing all this stuff, they're like Paul was. They do it in the name of Christ. You know, they think they're justified because maybe you're you're a, a weirdo, and they, they think they're justified in striking you and saying things, and instead of just trying to love you. And so, uh, but what's kept me throughout my life is the fact that I know Christ is my Savior. He is my Lord. I haven't done everything right. I hadn't been perfect in everything. I've had to say I'm sorry. I've had to I've had to do some things to keep on the kill. And it's a, it, it, it's still a journey today. It's not like, well, I, I got to make it through today to make it through tomorrow. And so, but but Christ is the solution for any hurt. If you got hurt out there. Christ is your solution. He, he, he hasn't harmed. He hasn't done anything to us. And so, and so regardless of what the people, how they're behaving or how stupid they're acting or how upside down they're behaving, and you know, they're coming to your house, knocking on your door, telling you're, you're crazy and everything. That experience that you have that's yours in your heart will keep you through if you hold on to it. Ray, we've got a question for you and for our listeners. When people leave the church, how should I respond to that? When people leave the church, maybe it might be 5, 15, 20, how should I respond to that as a Good church question. member? What's, is my, what well, should be my response yes, to that? I, I've been thinking about that. It, it still needs a little bit of qualify. I mean, the Bible gives you examples of things that you can do that are right and things that if you do wrong, you've got to treat them a certain way, whether you like it or not. And so uh, if, if people just uh, seeming to get up for no reason and uh, and uh, and want to cause mischief and want to leave and, 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 and talk down on everybody and tell them how sorry everybody is, that's a, that's that's not right. I mean, you got to deal with that a different way. But if a person's been wounded or been beat up or been hurt because of a ministry or because of their fellow brethren, and they're they got they got a humble attitude about it. Uh, uh, we've got to love everybody regardless of what they do. Uh, and so, because I've been in those situations uh, where I've been treated very unkindly by religious people, very unkindly by church God people. I mean, very unkindly, very, very, uh, very unlike Christ at all. And so, and so, so my question always was them is okay. You spoke. You're saying you're it, and I'm not then why ain't I getting no love from you? And so I think I think our responsibility as believers is to treat each believer as ourselves and show them love and mercy. Now, if they've got a bad spirit or, or they're, they're wanting to call discord between brothers, uh, see, some people leave, you're glad they're gone. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They just, they're not, they're not wanting to fit into, the, into Christ. They're not wanting to be part of the body. They just want to cause mischief. But but uh, it's just like a, we were talking about a divorce. Uh, you got a husband and wife that they're if they split up, they're carnal. They're out of order to start with. And so there's the children, and the children are looking on. Well, I love daddy and I love mama, and that's what you're saying to us as a congregation. How do we treat these people who are acting like they ought not be? Well, we're going to have to show them love and mercy, and 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 there again it comes back to what kind of do we have an experience that we can express love to these people? even in their time of trouble and when they're being uh, when they're being upside down, so to speak, can we still reach out to them? I, 
uh, I've got I've got some of those same situations going on in my religious life right now. I got some people that are that have they've done some stuff that's kind of they were out of order, but I still love them. I still talk to them, but I also tell them, look, you need to get right. You, you, what you've done was wrong. Well, we're okay. Everything's fine. And so then I've got some others that I haven't talked to at all that that, that separated from where I, what I was doing, and they don't seem to want to talk to you. So that's fine. But I'm I'm willing. I'm willing to to show them uh, Christ on every opportunity. Now, Christ loving somebody, showing Christ to everybody <clears throat> doesn't mean you always just pat them on the back and say, "Hey, how you doing?" Sometimes. You know. So, listeners, so listeners, we're asking you tonight also too. When people leave the church, and this happened, uh, we know that uh, even through the years in Christ, in John chapter six, many left him. How should we respond to those when we see them at the market? How should you and I respond? So, Brother Ray, you've told us how we should respond. If they decide to come what? back to the church, how should we treat them? Their first Sunday back, their first Wednesday back. Well, if, what should if, we do they, when they come back? If they, uh, well, it, it, there again, it's it's layered. It, it's a it's tough a layered question. <laughs> if I come back with a haughty, proud attitude, like. You it know, y'all are all going to hell. I'm right now, so I'm coming back. That's one attitude. I, well, I say, look, wait, let's talk about this. But if I come back with a broken spirit, but see, there's there's times when when you left, you were right. Well, then when you sh- come back, you're still just as right as you was when you left. But people, but, but people want to treat you. But people want to treat you like you was wrong. Ray, there's any any questions? Yes, Mrs. Uh, three one three asks: Is it appropriate director? to ask the person why they left? Okay. Uh, I, I don't have no you, problems. Minister Bible says Edwards. be uh, able to answer for the hope that lies within you, and be ready to give an answer to a man when he asked you. And and I and I don't I don't uh, when somebody says why well, I don't want to go spreading why something happened, but I think if you come to me. Uh, you're curious and you want to know, and I'd rather tell you what I believe to be true without slandering anybody or putting anybody down, but try to tell you what happened on why I feel like I do and what happened to me. And for a bunch of reasons, number one, maybe, you know, something I don't know. Maybe you can share something with me that enlightened me and helped me uh, through this situation. But I, I don't, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to, uh, that's part of the heating process is, is okay. Why'd you leave? Can, can we talk about it? Can you, is there anything you want to discuss about it? Can I help you with it? Can I, can I show you what I went through when that happened to me? And so, but if you don't know and they don't want to talk about it, well, there's not a whole lot you can do, but I don't see any problems with not, not going in and trying to pick the, not being nosy. I'm not talking about going in and being nosy uh, or busybody. I'm talking about, you've got an honest concern for somebody an honest concern for soul. And you want to try to help that. soul. Uh, find peace within their situation, or maybe they they're coming to you to find out well what what's going on with you. I, I always loved you and I appreciated you. Why are you acting like this? What's going on? And so, uh, if I think if you're right in your heart and you're doing what you're supposed to do, I don't I don't mind anybody asking me anything. But now, if I'm trying to hide something or I'm trying to be mischievous, and you come poking around in my business, and I'm then I'm gonna get defensive. I'm gonna go. What, what, what do you what do you want to know for? What's, what's what's going on with you? And so and so so. But if you're open and you're clear about what you did, or what went on in your life, I think it's part of your testimony, and you should be willing to express it with everybody. That's what I feel. 
Larry Flew Ellen asks, how do you handle people who have left the church but come back pointing fingers? Uh, well, I, I, see, this, this leaving and coming back, you got to understand that, that we are the body of Christ, members in particular. And, and God's body is one. And so people can leave an assembly and maybe not even been in the body of Christ at all. And people can come back to an assembly and still not in the body of Christ. But, but if, if you go and come back that way, the word, you, 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 there's some healing still needs to be done. There. There's something, there's something amiss there. That I'm, Cause I'm still trying to, what you're doing, you're, you're lifting yourself up, trying to say, I'm, I was really right. And I'm showing y'all all that you were wrong. And that, and that, that's not going to get anywhere. All you do is you have to understand in a, in a church split situation, there's a lot of carnality floating around on both sides. There's a lot of people not being spiritual. They'd been being spiritual. They wouldn't be a split to start with. And so, and so, uh, so when you get into a situation like a husband and wife throw up their hands and quit, both of them wrong because they married to death do his part, do better and worse and sickness and health and all that kind of stuff. And so, and so, uh, so when a when a group of people come together in the name of Jesus Christ, and 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 bond one with another, is if we we're being one with each other, then then somebody wants to step aside or step out of that. Uh, one or both groups are, are, are going back into the flesh. Getting some comments tonight. Stanley Jones said, love conquers all. Church separation can all be right. good. Paul and Silas separated over Barnabas, but accomplished two missionary trips versus one. Well, well you're using the word Any separation there kind of out of context of what we're talking about. Uh, they didn't lose fellowship. Uh, they ended up at the end. They were all buddies and everything. Uh, they had a disagreement when I went one way, went another. But we're talking about separations that, uh, uh, that break up families, that break up uh, uh, groups, that break up hearts. Uh, that's a different type of separation. And uh, say, Brother Mo Pastor Moon and I, uh, he wants to go to Asia and I want to go to Europe. And, and we decide, well, you go one way and I'll go another. Or I'll take so-and-so and you'll take so-and-so. Uh, yeah, we uh, we'll, we separated, but I don't think they separated out of love. And we're talking about we're talking about separation in in the groups that's separating from love, because when you separate, you separate from God, and you separate from Christ. Friends, if I can just interject on this podcast, I want you to remember that if you've been hurt, disenfranchised, you're not by yourself. We're reaching out to love you. Let you know that Christ does forgive. You can be healed. Now, we're not in place of the church. We're not trying to take the pastor's ministry. We're just discussing these things to see people healed and helped. <coughs> Go to your church, talk to your pastor, and work these things out because they can be worked out. We're after three things. Healing. Yes, I do. I have a question from Miss Dia. Three one three. She asks, if my husband leaves... Do I have to leave too? Good question. Well, you know, I, I, it's been wow. my observation. Good question. That, that usually <laughs> it's hard for a man or a woman to walk this experience as their own. My wife and I really, really, we really strive at that. Uh, we don't want to let uh, preacher hash and all that stuff get in the way. 
And so I often wonder, well, if I decide I want to leave, what's she going to do? Or, or if she decides to go, what am I going to do? I know if she left, I'm going to keep going. And so the, the, there again, you got to, you got to qualify your question. Why is he leaving? Is he leaving for a just cause? Is he, is he leaving because there was some iniquity there and, and he can't stand it no more that he's just got to get and find God is why, why would somebody leave a group? Uh, the Bible says church can become Ichabod. The glory is departed. Uh, in revelations, we read the, I'll, re, I'll take your candlestick away. So we read that there's a lot of situations that can come into a group that's professing to be the body of Christ that aren't healthy. And so, uh, and so the point is, just because we leave a location, we cannot leave Christ. Okay, Christ is not a location. And so I'm going to leave and quit worship here. Well, where am I going? So what am I going to do? And, and what is my attitude as I'm leaving? And am I going to stay in love with Christ, in love with you, in love with the people? So, so the, the thought is, okay, I want to leave, but why am I leaving? And then how am I handling that? Because, and, and if you're in a situation where the guy's gone man rule and all, you, you, there's no way to leave peacefully. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, you're going to be in the, in the bad guy. And so, but there again, if you're leaving for your soul's sake. So the question is, uh, you're going to have to examine why he left and then see if, uh, because y'all need to lodge together. Uh, but you can, you can go with him without leaving a group. I mean, that, that's, that's a, that's a question that God, I think if, I think if, if I, I believe this way, my wife and I work, usually when something's on my heart, I find out it's on her heart too. And if we, if we need to make a move or do something, God's already told her and then he tells me. And so it shouldn't be a secret as to what you do or where you go, but it's, it's your salvation is not husband and wife. Okay. Your salvation is not because you're married to so-and-so. And when you stand before God, they're not going to be there. And so the choices you make and the decisions you do and what you do is going to have to be determined by what the head has told you to do. Jesus Christ. So your husband can get out of order. I, when I when I got uh, in trouble with the congregation I was in, I told the pastor there, I said, look, uh, you can be my uh, wife and children's pastor. I said, I could be wrong. I said, I won't mess with you. I, and he said, no, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to play hardball y'all all out. That was his attitude, which was fine. That got us got us out of the place. But he said, and so, so but I said, I, oh, I took the opinion, even though I believed I was right in my call, you know, I could be wrong. And so, and so, uh, uh, and I said, well, if God shows me down the road, I'll go back and say, I'm sorry. And so, and so, and so. Not at the moment, uh, sir. Any, any questions for the former listeners? Before our next question, friends, again, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and we're here to support those who have been hurt and to help you to be restored, uh, getting the blessing of forgiveness, reconciliation within God's people. Brother Ray, does God heal wounds? That's my question to you. You're talking to someone tonight who's been scarred. It may be their fault. It may be a rumor, whatever it is. Well, does God heal wounds? And, and I think sometimes people kind of use it out of context. Uh, but he says, by his stripes, we're healed. Okay, we were sinners. We were lost. We were undone before God. We were, we were any horrible thing you want to mention. But God took us and he healed us and he set us on a, on a straight and narrow way. I know some people want to have, talk, bring that into divine healing. But I think when he, his context there, you, by his stripes, we're healed. 
And so he, he paid the price uh, for our sins, for humanity's sins. There was a time when every sin that ever has going to be was put on his shoulder. Okay. Every, every bad thing that ever going to happen throughout eternity, he received it. He was a lame slam before the foundation of the world. And so on him was placed that pain and that hurt and that sorrow and what you're going through. So you need to let him heal you. You need to, you need to uh, let go some things, maybe turn loose some stuff. Uh, Cause sometimes, you know, if you keep picking it a sore, it don't get better. And sometimes when we get hurt uh, in our soul, we, we nourish that hurt uh, to get sometimes get sympathy or different things. Oh, poor me. But we need to, we need to, we need to man up. So our woman up, and let God heal us. He said, by his stripes, we're healed. And so, so that healing is part of God's promise. And so, uh, regardless of what's happened to me in my life, and, uh, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm, by the way, Saturday, I'll be 75 years old. Oh, and awesome. Friday, we're going to have, have a little birthday together, and most all my Praise kids are going to be there. And, uh, hmm? Ray, listen, let's, let's talk about, let's turn the corner here now last four minutes it'll be a little bit tough to do in your past you're with your wife and well, yourself, you say, all, were divorced remarried divorced how many times to each other and, and so we were we were as i was saying we was carnal's yard dogs all right we, we all right. weren't we wasn't saved we were uh you know i loved her okay. and she loved me sometimes and sometimes i loved her and sometimes she loved me and, and What effect? What effect that divorce have well, I, on I was you? Thinking, you see, the thing the, about on, it is, we were both wrong. But I still, I loved her at times, and and she wouldn't. There was no return there. But we had a child, and so uh, my oldest son has, he he, uh, he suffered through that. We ended up he ended up with my my mother for a while, uh, and there he don't know why he's not why he's not with mom and daddy, and uh, I can tell I can tell to today. Uh, all that that we went on in our stupid carnality, uh, it, it affected him. It affected me. It's, it's, it's made him a different person today uh, because my other two children were, uh, we got, we finally, we, we finally come to the Lord and we got saved. And, uh, and, and it, when the thing about these people in, the, in these fights, uh, maybe both of them need to get saved again, then they can get back to one again. And so, and so, uh, cause Judy and I didn't know how to be one. We were both uh, spoiled youngins. And, and anyway, it was just a mess. It really was. I, I you know, I, I ought to write a book, but everybody ain't dead. So, uh, you know, <laughs> friends, we do want to, we, we asked brother Ray that question for a reason. Uh, I've been doing some studies on the effects of divorce on families and I've been working with the Dr. Beers on this uh, phenomenon. And I'm of the effect that divorce affects families in a great way. Brother Edwards mentioned it caused his son to suffer. He had many questions, the carnality, and is still going on years and years later. I'm of the opinion that when a church splits, the same effects has as a divorce. People are hurting, they have questions, and it affects for generations. So Dr. Beers and I are going to be discussing this on coming broadcast. He's a PhD, and I have about a million hours of counsel myself. We're going to be talking about the similarities of divorce in the home and divorce in the church. And I believe that it, it causes a trauma. The pain of it is deep, and we need to discuss it, pray about it, 
and let God heal it. Because if you're if if you've been traumatized and don't know it, and you're wondering why what's happening, it could be that deep hurt and hurt people, hurt people. So our endeavor is to heal those hurts in this platform, in a safe platform. We don't name names or places, but just to talk about these things to bring about that healing forgiveness. Brother Ray, Minister Ray, thank you so much. We're going to call you again in the future. To our staff, Wounded Hearts, to our viewers, glad you listened tonight. May the Lord bless you. We'll see you next time.